guys, it's Sensi Star Jones here with the Keep It Loud Crew podcast, broadcasting from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Guys, I have a hot one. I have a hot one. I have one that's going to crash all the parties for Carnival this year. I have the Carnival Crashers on the line, guys, straight from New York, straight from Jersey, and we're all together. Guys, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Everything. Um, oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. So, guys, man, introduce yourself to our audience because they need to know who the Carnival Crashers are. All right. Well, um, I'm Rich, also known as It's DJ Supreme. Um, one of the founders, CEO, uh, DJ, entrepreneur. Nice. You know, Mr. Do-It-All. Box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Box, I'm the... Um... The marketing, the marketing person behind um, Carnival Crashes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> you there, Box? I think we lost you. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, you're still there? Hi, Box yeah. and Richard. Well, we're going to get straight into it. Explain to me what you guys have coming up right now with this Bahama cruise that's going on. Explain to me what's going on with this cruise right now. Well, uh... I see we lost box, but uh, what we got going on with this cruise is basically a four four uh, four day cruise straight to the Bahamas, all inclusive uh, mass band. Uh, maybe you're gonna have a couple of fets on the boat, fets on 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 the island. It's just an uh, uh, all around experience for those who want to fly in or cruise in to enjoy Bahamas carnivals. We take care of you a hundred percent from the time you land or get foot on the boat to the time you go back home. This is just one of those experiences that uh people have to, people have to experience. If you're a Hey box, you box box is here. Look like you he's got back. back. Yeah, he looks like he's back. Oh, he's back. Yeah. But yeah, uh <laughs> the, yeah, but destination of Bahamas Carnival is just uh just an experience that we we, we want to bring to people that want to travel. Uh, from the novice car- carnival goer to the to the experienced one, you know. I got you. I got you. So, how is this your guys' first year, second year of this uh, Bahamas Carnival cruise? Is this something that you guys will be doing annually? Um, I'll put it like this: It's our first year doing the the uh, cruise or the destination part of it. This is our second year participating. Um, we want to do it every year. Uh, but, you know, we, we just want to take it year by year. So this year we want to make sure everything is good. It's a go. Everybody enjoys themselves. We get as much people as we can. And then we take it from there after that. So now, is this going to be on the same time for, um, is it the, I think, John Canoe that's taking part in the Bahamas? Is that the same time? Uh, no, actually, the, it, they, they rebranded last year. John Canoe, uh, if no, if, I'll, I'll educate you. John Canoe is basically what happens during Christmas and New Year's. So okay. technically, Bahamas Carnivals has two types of carnivals. Jan around uh, the end of December, early January, is John Canoe. It's the festivities of the end of the year, Christmas celebrations, and they do the like kind of the the classic costume style with the music that Bahamas has created of John Canoe. Um, and May is Bahamas Carnival. They used to call it Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival, but since it used to cause a lot of uh, discrepancies and mix-up and confusion, they just changed it to Bahamas Carnival. 
So we're oh. doing Bahamas Carnival in May. John Canoe is in is, is at the end of this year. So Okay, okay. So thank you for clarifying that for our audience because a lot of folks want to go and experience the Bahamas Carnival for the first time for those who haven't. But, you know, it's, it has like two carnivals that happens down there in Bahamas. And me personally, I'm trying to still keep up with it because at the end of December, you have one and then you have one in May. So that's something awesome. So how was your 2018 carnival experience this year? What, what carnivals did you guys partake in or participate in this year? Uh, let's see. Uh, we uh, did uh, Toronto, Miami. Oh, boxes there. Great. Yeah. T- Toronto, Miami, um, Bahamas, Jamaica, Bahamas Ooh. as well. Um, Bahamas, um, uh, Labor Day. Uh, yeah, New York Labor Day. Uh, nice. Hey, box. Did you didn't you go to Atlanta this year? Didn't you do Atlanta? Uh, um no, I made it to that was last year. Made it to um Atlanta. Oh yeah, that was that was last year. Okay, so how was your experience for Miami Carnival 2018 this year? Is it something that you're going back to again, or you're just looking forward for the cruise? Uh, well, <laughs> funny thing is, I don't want to I don't want to uh, bash any anybody or have anybody look at me crazy, but um, Miami Carnival was was amazing. But I'm more of a fan of Miami Juve. I'm, I'm more of a Juve guy when it comes to Miami for that Miami weekend. You and me is the same boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, my, <laughs> like everybody, oh, Miami, Miami Carnival, Miami Carnival. I'm like, mm, I'm not impressed. But Juve, it's vibes. It's real licks with, when it comes to Juve. But we do it every year. That's kind of like of our end of the year wrap-up because we also have an event down there that we do yearly um, for Miami Carnival weekend. So we're always down there for that time of the year. And we also okay. deal with a uh, Juve band down there as well. So, uh, so yeah, we do it every year. That's our thing. Um, but yeah, I'm more of a fan of the Juve. I'm not. I'm not really. I go to for the festivities because you know I like Carnival. That's our business. But yes. I'm more of a fan of Miami Juve than when it comes to actual the Carnival itself. So, how did you guys come up with the name Carnival Crashers? Because I see that you guys are a travel company. You, I mean, now is it a whole? travel and tourism companies uh, carnival crashers that you guys actually push or is it just a brand carnival crashers well uh carnival crashers is way more than just travel and tourism i mean nice when we we began when we started uh it was more about uh fets and cult in the culture of carnival um and then we kind of evolved into marketing uh, event planning, uh, DJs, mass band. We kind of over the years we have evolved into many things and and and, and, and put it together because we we honestly when we came into the we started off as me and Box were dancehall DJs. <laughs> mm. So so we're we gonna touch on that in a minute. Yeah yeah we were we were soundmen, but um, I'm a I'm I'm a very I'm a I'm a music snob, so I'm a study of music. And, I, and when we was began, I started to see the trend of the dancehall thing kind of dying out and the soca and the fets picking up. And I was like, man, if we want to be relevant and we want to make money and we want to be, if we want to do what we really want to do, we got to move ourselves from the dancehall thing and get ourselves waist high, neck deep into the soca, the carnival, the culture. Because that's where, that's where, at that time, everything was moving to. And I, I kind of predicted it right. 
Because when we jumped into it, that's when you just start seeing the explosion of soca fets, boat rides, carnivals. And, and then I told and I told Box at the beginning, I was like, carnivals 365. Every month, there's at least two, three carnivals. Of course. I mean, you just have to know when to plan and which carnivals to attend. Yeah. Now, how, how long did you guys, are you guys uh, partners together? How long did you know Box? Box, how long did you know Richard? Uh, <laughs> I, I knew him from he came <laughs> From the time he came from out of, out of his mother, I knew him. <laughs> Boy! <laughs> you know, yeah. no, we, we're like, we're, we're like first cousins. So, you know, that's how yeah. the whole relations yeah. came to apart. Yeah, man. yeah we're, we're like first cousins, but we, we, the way we interact, everybody think we're brothers. I see that because you guys interact really close, really tight. I mean, back to back, man. So. Richard, you said you was dancehall DJ. You got box. Is it box got you into DJing, or you got box into DJing? How did you guys became become DJs or get into the DJ lifestyle? Well, um, box is my OG man. Box, box is older than me. Uh, it, it started with me going into the basement of his grandmother's house and fiddling okay. and fiddling through his records. Like I used to spend summers there every summer, and because um, I used my I used to tra- my 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 pops traveled a lot, so I used to live all over the country. So every summer I ended up coming back to Brooklyn. And, okay. And the way it was set up in that house, all the children, all the first cousins end up staying in that house for the summer. And, you know, me and a couple of my other cousins used to go into the basement and just run the 45s that Box had. The Box was part of a sound system. And, um, you know, where I just start fiddling around and, and, and playing tunes and stuff. And I actually really fell in love with music and dancehall just going into the basement and playing tunes. But uh, for some reason, I'm a, I'm kind of like a perfectionist. Once I find something I love, I, I I get I get really intense with it, and I just yes. I just took it from there. Like even Box could tell you, he wasn't expecting me to take it to these levels. You know what I'm saying? He thought I was just fooling around and wanted to emulate or whatever. But I took it to the next levels to where uh, we're internationally known. I'm internationally known. You know what I mean? And and it, and it just formed from there. It's just a love of music. Because even my dad is a DJ too. But, oh wow! But um. But we come from a family of, of DJs, like of, of music people. So it, it, it was in the blood, man. It was, it was, it was bound to happen. You know? It was just bound okay. to happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Box, I noticed that you're the one that's more laid back. You, you like to evaluate and listen. So I have a question to ask you, Box. For 2018 Carnival, I noticed that you guys were all over the place, in for, especially for Miami, right? But yeah. what was your favorite Carnival for 2018 to participate in, Box? Um, I would have to say, you know what, um, a touch of Miami, I would say that was pretty good for me this year. Also, uh, after, after, I'm going to say Miami being that, Miami? yeah, being that I did not head to the Trinidad's this year. I didn't head to Trinidad and I was unable to get to, um, Barbados. So. Yeah, I have to say Miami was the on the, maybe on the top of the list. That's 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 the one that's on top of the list. Yes, that's what that's what everybody was talking about that I've been talking to so far. But they're also saying that Jamaica is one to look for, Bahamas one to look for, and um, of course 2019 the Mecca, which everybody's going down to Trinidad. So for the small smaller carnivals that are picking up now, have you saw a a a vast or should I say a fast pace? Um, population within the Bahamian Carnival network? Um, well, I, I was down there and I pretty much uh, 
put my fully put myself into the Bahamas um, market after viewing this year. Um, to answer the question that Box answered, I, I hold near and dear to my heart, Caravana. That's like my baby. But the best carnival that I've been to was Bahamas. Uh, all around experience, the all around experience, the 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 just everything just clicked together. And this, and the thing is, people got to know is that Bahamas Carnival is only five years old. That's the same thing because Bahama and um, is it is Bahama and Bermuda? Those well, Bermuda they say is the fastest growing carnival, but yeah. two of them will be in the same five year period. So that's in the five year really period. Yeah, that's yeah. where you're going head to head with that. Now, for the destination destination Bahama Carnival 2019. Now, exactly where where will the boat be leaving from in Miami, or is it going to be leaving from Fort Lauderdale? Uh, it'll be leaving from the Port of Miami. Um, the Port of Miami, okay. It'll be leaving from the Port of Miami. Uh, it'll spend a day on the water, and then it'll reach um, Bahamas Carnival Morning. Um, okay. Yeah. And then it'll leave the Sunday, the next day. So the next day it'll be leaving, and I noticed that you guys have some hotel packages, two-night stay with um, backline costume. That's something great. Touch a little bit about that. How can our, you know, the participation, the part, excuse me, how can the fans be able to participate in that? Okay, um, yeah, the, the, the two night, the hotel for the, the two nights, well, we have two to four nights because the thing is what Bahamas Carnival does so well is that they have an amazing lineup of events for that weekend. Mm. So for those who, who feel like the cruise thing is too in and out for them, we also offer the hotel for you to spend the Thursday to the Monday or the Thursday to the Sunday or the Friday to the Sunday to actually be on the island to enjoy, you know, uh, fish, fish fry that the whole bunch of restaurants down by the beach and to enjoy the actual on island events. Because if you didn't know about if you didn't hear about this year's events, this year's events was was amazing. Like they had. No, you need to touch on that. Touch on that for us. Um, so basically, uh before I get to that, you could go to www.carnivalcrashers.net uh, okay. forward slash Bahamas 2019 to, to, uh, to make a deposit, to find out, all, find out all the information you need to go and to book with us. Um, but yeah, with the events, like, man, we had DJ Khaled, Marshall Montano, Destra, Skinny Fabulous, Father Fox, just to name a few. Wow. <laughs> That's just that's the name of few, and, and and it was uh I think Marshall Marshall and Kylie was Friday, that's okay. and Friends was Saturday, and Skinny Fabulous and Father Fox was on Sunday. And you said that's French? Is that French Montana we talking about? You said uh, DJ Khaled. Oh DJ Khaled. So now let me ask you a question though. For DJ Khaled being into the carnival scene, did he? How was that experience with DJ Khaled? Did he play soca music, or he just brought the vibes that DJ Khaled always brings? He just brought the vibes because everybody. If, if you don't know the history of DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled was a dancehall DJ before anything. Oh else. yeah, back in the days, yeah. back in Arab attack in Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he already know what it is, and it was just bringing the vibes, man. It was just him. Being energetic DJ Khaled. And of course, with DJ Khaled and Marshall Montana, with both of those kind of energies on the same stage, you already know what time it is, man. Yeah, because I, you guys are bringing a different flavor, and this is something new to actually expose the Bahamas or the Bahamian culture right now, because I'm seeing that everyone is getting ready for all these ba 
bond launch and these masquerades and they're doing all the costumes. So for, for you guys for 2019, what camp, what mask band are you guys backing this year? Or do you have your own, may I ask? Um, it, it, I'll put it like this. Um, we have our own band. Okay. We have our own band. Um, it's Euphoria Madness. Uh, yes. And we have already launched one of our uh, sections, and then the other five sections are going to be coming out most likely by the end of this month, early December. Um, uh, our thing is, our thing is when we go into carnivals and we do our packages, we like to do the exclusivity thing. We're not going to spread ourselves with a bag of mass bands and, and spread ourselves thing and have different issues. We, whatever, whatever carnival we're in, we're dealing with one mass band. We're dealing with nice. one Juve band. We want to make sure you have the, a top-notch experience. We're not just going to take your money and then send you go so. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make yeah. sure that you are taken care of. And if, if we can't take care of you, our band will be able to take care of you. So um, Euphoria Madness, I'm, I'm part of the management team. And um, I made sure that since we're doing Bahamas, we're going to do it with Euphoria Madness. Okay, no problem. It's okay, mama. It's okay, mama, mama. Okay, mama gonna be fine. Yeah. Well, for Euphoria, you gonna be okay. Well, for Euphoria Madness this year, um, did you guys have a how I should say a, a a heavy following for that for for that band launch this year? Um, I wasn't down there for this year. Uh, it looked like it turned out good, but my thing is. I'm a skeptic of band launches because my when I look at the numbers, because boxing are numbers, guys. Yes. Let's say you got two, three hundred people or a thousand people that come to your band launch. Does it only, doesn't, doesn't guarantee you participants. Only only <laughs> only five percent of those people that show up are actually buyers of your costumes. Mm. The other the other ninety to ninety five percent of people is just coming to pre your tank or just to support. You know what I mean? Because I've been to plenty of band launches, and when you ask the next man, yo, you're going to play with them? Nah, man, I, I, I the band leader for this band. Or no, 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 I playing with so-and-so. I just wanted to see their costume. Or I know, or, or, I know the model. Or I know the DJ. Mm. And then when you go on the road, everybody that you thought you saw at the, at the band launch is not on the road. You might see maybe one or two people or, or a handful of people, but... At the end of the day, it's only like five to ten percent of the people that show up to the band launch that's actually going to be buying costume, which 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 blows my mind. But that's how it usually goes. Like I've been to plenty of them all over the country, all over the world, and and it's the same thing every time. You know what I mean? I'm not anti band launch, but to me, it doesn't. It's, it's not cost effective in, in my eyes. So, what makes your band launch different when you're launching it than say somebody else? when they're launching it, because I'm noticing that although you, you, you're a number guy, you say you're a numbers guys, right? So did you see registration ramp up for your masquerade band or was it the same from say earlier 2018? Well, as of right now, we were still in, in, in the organization stages and we're still ramping up because the way that, because what happened is with Euphoria Madness this year, this year this, for this past carnival, they did all of their designs. They did all of the production. After I okay. came in and I saw everything, I was like, boom, that's cool. But to be become a bigger brand and to become a bigger mass band, you might have to do some different things. You might have to change your, your, your approach to, to this carnival thing. 
So basically what happened is they brought me in as the international coordinator for marketing and the, the, the director and coordinator for costumes and design. So what I said, I was like, boom, if you want to bring in tourists and you want to bring in outsiders, let's get some outside designers. So we brought in a designer from, from Toronto. We brought nice. in a designer from Trinidad. And we brought in a designer from New York. Our Trinidad designer already had their band launch in Toronto. They, sec- they, section- they, they did their section launch in Toronto. So that's why we already have a section out. That's for the Toronto. That's for everybody. But we, we know that mostly Toronto people or Canadians are going to flock or side with that. Yes. For our Trinidadian section, we're hoping to get the southeastern quarter of the Caribbean and get our people from Trinidad, Grenada, Grenada. Barbados, and and go with there. And then for our New York designer, we're trying to focus on United States and Northern Caribbean. Bahamas, Jamaica, Cayman Islands, Haiti, them kind of things. Okay. Um, So basically... What we're doing now is being more aggressive because, you know, usually with a mass band, everything is secret. Everything launches at one time. I was like, no, let's be more aggressive. Let's be the first ones to punch first. I, w- I want to be the guy in the, in the yard to punch the big guy first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I ain't waiting for you to step to me. I'm going to punch you first and let you know I run this now. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. so we, I said, let's lo- let them launch and then we release their photos. Then when we launch another section, we release that. We're not going to wait for everybody to, at one time. So from what I'm seeing, we're getting interaction, more interaction. That's our thing. Is even if you don't buy, I want to interact with you. Because when I interact with you, I get your information. So if I don't get you this year, I'm going to yeah, get you sooner or later. You know what I'm saying? So from what they're telling me, from the numbers of last year with interaction compared to what we're doing this year, interaction has gone up at least 100%. Mm, that is beautiful. That is you know beautiful, Richard. I love to hear that there because like, you guys have your plan don't pack. I, I should say that you have a strategy, you know. So right now your strategy is actually working. So I would not even say that hey, that strategy ain't working because when somebody sees your pictures them online, especially the pictures that you have up from Miami Carnival and all of these previous carnivals. I mean, I going back all the way. Like it seems to me like Guyana. You have a next. Um, I guess it's HBS for life. I love that picture with them that you have up on your page. That's just some beautiful colors that you have. Now, how long does it take you guys to design a a, a section? Um, it, it all comes down to the designer. Um, yeah, the systems behind what the designer did. But um, yeah, Supreme is more of that design guy. I just want to see the finished product. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Box only want to see gallon Skippy and Skippy costumes. Tell you. <laughs> box, box is the man. Box, box, box want to see the thing. You don't want to see no mannequin. You want to see the real thing. You want to see the yell whining in a costume. That's all he cared about. You know what I mean? And then, okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna change focus from the carnival aspect and let me go, let me go to to carnival chasers. Now let's talk about the the tourism group. Now, have you guys um, teamed up with any tourism board for Carnival 2019 to bring this? Uh, exceptional carnival uh, to that island or to that board? Well, we're, we're actually working on that. You know, um, our whole thing was building a, a solid foundation on our side before we start approaching tourist boards. And um, But that's definitely in the works for the near future, very, very near future. Nice, nice. And are you going to bring back for 2019 Miami Carnival, are you guys going to bring back um, 
I think it was the Cooler Fed that you guys had down in Miami. Was yes. It? Yes. Cooler Fed is the yearly, bro. That's... De- definitely a staple. <laughs> That's our staple. That's our... I mean. <laughs> That's our staple, man. That's and it was a successful year this year. Uh, you know, I mean, shout out to Sharice and all her hard work, but Daybreak is 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 gonna be going on as long as we can keep it going. I love that. I love that because that was our golf stream, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was down there because I know that Miami Carnival was so lit this year. I mean, so now let me ask you guys the last question before I tell you guys you get the, the controls are yours for the for um the crews that will be coming up now. What is the latest date that they can actually acquire a cabin or actually book the package? Um, they have until March, but if you hit if you hit us up in March, you gotta have your money in full. Right now we have payment plans. And the next um, cycle of payment plan of, of of the payment plan is January. I think January third. You have until March, but if you hit us in March, don't ask about no deposits. You gotta have <laughs> no. You gotta have your money in full. Full by actually actually by February, you better have full every, money in hand. Everything, everything. <laughs> I, I need everything, hundred percent. That's only if we have space now. That's only if we have. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. it seems like the space is running out for some because the Fed Queens look like they on the boat. I mean, <laughs> it looks like you guys have everybody going on this boat. But now, I have to touch on a little bit of this dance hall for you guys. Where do you guys see the dance hall community going for 2019 and beyond? Uh, well, I mean, you know what it is? The, with the dance hall thing... It, we had an identity. I feel like we had an identity in the late eighties, nineties, and going into the late nineties and early two thousand when dancehall, in my heart, it was the strongest. Um, but I feel like the way music genres are, everybody's trying to uh, copy each other or or or, or uh, bring each other together. So everybody's trying to have a sound that comes that comes together. Like after a while, like there was some rhythms like dancehall was starting to sound like hip hop. Yes. Or it was sounding too digital. There was no bass line. You know what I'm saying? It was just like a bunch of hi-hats and flutes running around the place. And man, just... It, it, it wasn't a dancehall that we grew up to. It wasn't a dancehall that I grew to love. Um, so it, it, what, what, what I'm seeing now is that dancehall is slowly going back to the old format of what made them so good to me in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's still yeah. not to the point where I want it to be. But mm-hmm. you can you can you can hear it and see with the artists that they're going they're slowly going back to what 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 what, what I feel what dancehall was. Mm. And it's not like to go, it's not to go back to be stagnant. It's just to get the um the authentic feel again for you to move forward. And and that's what you can kind of feel going on because some producers are putting out some stuff, but it I will always say it's it becomes. It becomes a marketing thing, and and it also becomes of too much saturating at one time. Mm. Yeah, because because right now, like like what I called it a couple years ago, the way dancehall should be right now is the way Afrobeats is going right yes. now. Yes, you know what I'm saying. That's the way dancehall should be right now. The way Afrobeats is going, there's many different sounds, but it, it's it still sticks to a certain format. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's where I feel we should be, but we're 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 teetering 
there's a couple producers here and there, but it's not a it's not a unified move movement forward like how we see in soca and Afrobeats. Well, I have to touch on this too because I'm noticing that I've interviewed a lot of, of folks off of the Uber Cruise 2018, and um, I've interviewed um a, a blogger from Bahamas, and you know they were talking about how the small island music is wasn't really getting played too much, um in the past years, but now the small island music is, especially the rake from Bahamas is getting played on, on these different um, venues. You know what I mean? So your song from the Bahamas is actually now reaching different borders and different waters now, because before we really couldn't hear no Bahamian music. When you go to the club, then you might hear like one song. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But now it has a whole influx of all these songs coming through. Now, is that more of a positive movement for the DJs, or is this something, a different song that the Bahamian culture is, is putting out for um, the Caribbean uh, music industry? Uh, well, t- before I touch that, I know that blogger. I went to school. I went to college with her. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, big up yourself, yeah. Chris. <laughs> and I, her and her twin sister, I actually bumped into her on the road uh, for Juvenile. <laughs> Big up to I went to school years ago. Um, but when it comes to the Bahamas, it's it's one of those things where because the Junka news because there's just two sounds. You have the Soka sound from Bahamas and you have the Junka new sound. So it, it depends on if they're playing the Junka new sound at the parties or they're playing the the, the, mm. Baha, the, the, the Soka song. Because Dyson and and his wife and and Ta, and uh, Tara Lynn, their sound has a little bit of the Junka new sound, but it's more of a Soka sound. And then, and that's the thing with a lot of the small islands is that they're 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 um, incorporating their sound into their the original music. sound. Yeah, yeah, they're incorporating their original sound into the soca music instead of saying I'm gonna do my our country sound and try to make it this way. So they're incorporating their sound into the soca music. That's why it's getting played more. And plus, it's it's we're, we're due to digital and, and and internet and all these other things. The world has become a lot smaller. You know what I mean? Because now. Yes, yes. Now we, we, we have access to hearing music from St. Lucia, music from Grenada, music from the Bahamas. So as a DJ, if, you, if, you, if you're a smart DJ, you get music from these islands and you jam them because music sounds good. It's not just Trinidad and Barbados pumping out good soca music. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It, the small islands have a sound too. And, it, and, it, and at the end of the day, all of we is one. So we got to get on the boat. I mean, you got <laughs> to get on the boat. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, the boat, the cruise, the fet is not just going to be one set of people. It's going to be all of we. So you got to touch all of we at least with a couple songs. That's how I look at it. As the DJ's got to stop being scared and, 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 test, and, and start, being, start wanting to test the new music, new artists. You know, don't be scared. Test it. Yeah, man. So- for 2019, what artists can we look out for um, from the Bahamas for 2019 that they, they should keep an eye on? Man, well, I got a big up Tara Lynn. That's my girl. Um, of course, Dyson and uh, Wendy. They, they're like the power couple when it comes to Bahamian soca music. Um, with them three right there, you got to look out for them. Okay. Because when it comes to soca music, they have the sound. They have... The deluxe. You also got to look out for for my um for my boy as well. Um, uh, Justin Believe. Okay. You gotta you gotta look out for Believe as well. Those are those are the those are the four on, on the forefront of Bahamian music. The forefront, right there. Okay, we gotta make sure That's that we forefront. have 
Tyra Lynn, because I know Tyra Lynn, she had, she was, I think it was like last year, she was at the Orlando Carnival, if I'm not mistaken, the year before, um, she performed over there, um, that was pretty good, and I personally never saw the other two um, artists that you, you spoke about personally, so hopefully for this year, we're trying to go down from Fort Lauderdale to, the bah- to Bahamas, so we're going to see exactly how your carnival 2019 experiences so we can come back and talk about the culture now before i let you guys go before i let you guys go i have this one question to ask you guys on the cruise here right for that one day when we're at sea um what all artists will be on top of that boat for that one day at sea oh boy uh, we can't let that cat out of the bag as yet that's 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 top secret information man. Stop. That's top secret information. We can't. We can't. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good try. Good. Good try, though. <laughs> if we if we told you, if we tell you, we have to kill you, man. I'm sorry. Man. Go. Go <laughs> guess what? Here, while the control is yours, you guys can pick up we want, big up, and tell the audience where they can find Carnival Crashers <laughs> on um, all social media platforms. All right. Well. We have a couple more things other than the cruise um, okay, for, 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 um, for the Bahamas. We also have um, a, a Toronto Carabana Weekender. We also do that. We have a trip to Thailand. We have a trip to Dubai. Um, we're we're going to have, we're working on St. Saint, uh, Saint Martin Carnival and nice. uh, KMAS Carnival as well. We're going to also have trips going to there, those, those carnivals as well. Um, well, before... Sorry, Richard. Before I cut you off, because now you you open my my you open my mind to some more questions about this um, trip to Thailand. When will this be going on? Is this going to be an all inclusive, or is this going to be you know book your package, follow us? We have an effect four or five days, and then we back over. Well, th- th- Thailand is um we we well, what can I say? Yeah, book your package. Yeah, we have everything lined up up to FETs, as much FETs as we have out there. And, um, but we're, it's still in the testing phase. I would say that we're, we're still in the testing phase and we're seeing how it will go for 2019 and how far it will move. The, the thing with Thailand is running right alongside. It's the, the same uh, weekend. It's the same weekend yeah. as Bahamas Carnival. Bahamas. Oh, <laughs> so, oh you guys don't do that. We, we, oh, we have a team that we got to split up. <laughs> we have a team that we got to split up. Well, who's staying with the numbers and who's going with the money? Which one Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a big team. Yeah. So believe me, we right now, we're tossing the coins and, and we continue to toss the coins to see who's going to go. Where, where, okay. where and what time. <laughs> And then you man. have Dubai. Is that correct? You guys touching on yeah. Dubai also? Yeah, yeah. This is Touch this is what we're doing. Because this is big things. This is uh, what year number three for us? Yeah, this is third year in Dubai. Yeah, year number three is in is August, right? Is it August or September? no, no, no? That's on September. September. Yeah. September. So how did you guys get into the Dubai market? Because that market, I, I mean, I'm seeing Dubai. It has like dance hall Dubai. You know, it has. Um, I think that was back in April or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. But how did you actually break through in the Dubai market for three years running now? Um, you know what? It was just networking with some of the right peoples. And um, and it, we didn't know. I, I'd be honestly, when, when going out there and talking and, and making my rounds, 
I didn't know that so much of our clients was interested in Dubai. So, you know, we teamed up with, with a team and we've been working with them for the past three years. Nice. It's been a, it's been excellent. I mean, it's been, <laughs> if you can make it, please make it. I, I, it was, it's a definitely a, a wonderful experience. Nice. Nice. So Dubai, Thailand. You, you mentioned one more. I'm missing uh, one more. Dubai, Thailand, Toronto. 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 Yes, so yes. that's Toronto because I'm noticing Toronto now. Toronto Carnival or basically the soca community in Toronto is really ramping up because Atlantic Mass has from the 14th to the 16th, they have a soca party, a carnival experience going on. Then again, in February has something else. So what dates will you guys be in Toronto? We'll be there for Carabana weekend. That's uh, the first, weekend. Yeah, the first uh, weekend of um, August. So usually it's around like the 3rd to the 6th-ish. Yeah. So now you guys have events for Carabana weekend under Carnival um, Crashers, or do you guys just team up with different partners to hold events? No, we actually have the full Carnival experience. We have hotel packages, mass band, nice. and events. Um, mm. we've been, we've been doing this for what, the, what, past five, six years now? With, um, Toronto, yeah, about f- at least, at least seven years. Seven seven, years we've been doing t- Toronto for seven years now. And I think for six, the, the whole, uh, carnival experience. So we have a mass band. We have, uh, some of the top, most elite events. Like we in the best events. So don't let, no, don't let nobody tell you anything else. We in the hottest events when it, some of the hottest events when it comes to Carabana. Um, we have one of the best bands, um, and we take care of you as well. We got the hotel uh, packages as well, and we've been doing that for like the past five, six years. So you, I just you got a text here, and they said you guys' customer service is exceptional. If you have not, uh, if you have not party with the Carnival Chasers, please do so. Yeah, <laughs> Richard and Bob know what they're talking about, guys. So that's look at that. I'm getting text messages as we interview you guys. So here you are. Here you are. They want to find out exactly for 2019 what all bands would be at Carabana. Guys, this is just a message I'm getting. That answer to <laughs> let's, answer. let's put it like this. No, no, let's put it like this. I only, I only deal with one band. I'm Fantasia Carnival for life. I, I Don't ask me about no other band. You want to talk to us? Fantasia Carnival is weak. <laughs> you hear it there? Fantasia Carnival. So don't text me. Richard said Fantasia Carnival. That's where we're going for 2019. Well, Richard and Bass, the table is yours. The control is yours. Big up who you want to big up. And make sure you tell the audience where they can find you on IG because these text messages coming in from Canada. <laughs> Yo, I, I, what is this? I, I, big, I didn't know I was this big. I was silent. I was some silence. Kill us, my son. <laughs> oh, big up the whole Toronto family, man. That's our second home up there. Um... But of course, we got to big up the Carnival Crisis family. Capri, Talia, Rika from Fat Queens. <laughs> big up oh. Rika. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, I'm telling you, we know a lot of people in this in this game, man. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to big up the whole Carnival Crisis family and also uh, P as well and everybody that's helped us grow along the years and helped us build and, and put everything together as well as Euphoria Madness family, Sean, Robbie, the whole crew down there, um, Lisa, Will, Fantasia Carnival, um, Disorderly Conduct with um, with Lizelle, and yo, prayers out to Rick the Ruler. Um, he's in the hospital right now, had a stroke a couple of weeks ago. Um, prayers, God prayers, God prayers out to him. Um, Sherry, Daybreak, 
the whole crew, um, and everybody, everybody else that I named that was been a part of part of what we've everybody. done throughout the years. Just big up everybody, man. Because yeah, if it entire, wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, the entire carnival community. Okay, that's that's what we're gonna big up right there. Ayo. So Ayo, that was Richard and Blacks from Carnival Chasers. Crashers, guys. crashers, bro. I mean, sorry, Crashers. Crashers. Let me let me edit that. Crashers, crashers, crashers. crashers. <laughs> I I I have so much thing going on here, Box and Richard. I'm sorry about that, but guys, here, oh, we have one. More, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one more question to ask you here. That's coming in. Um, hold on there, hold on there. This is coming from your side in New York. Um. This is for you, Richard. Uh, for your for the launch in hold on, let me make sure I'm reading this right. She says, okay, for the Baham for the Bahamian launch that you'll have for 2019, the sections, what all colors will be in the sections? Um, one, two, what what's the time frame to get um, payment to the section for the carnival? And three, what are all accommodations will be coming for Bahamas for 2019? All right, all right. Let's go down to this. We have six. That's a question I just got in before um before we leave. All right, all right. I'll, I'll answer. I get. I'll, I'll, I'll answer them. Um, we have six sections. We have Lost Treasures, designed by Fantasia Carnival, Toronto. We have Mother of Pearl, The Atlantic, Lionfish, and Rainbow Fish, designed by Mad People Mass in Brooklyn, and we have um, Mermaids, designed by um, Eye Candy. Um, designers in uh, Trinidad. Um, wait, hold up. Is that the same eye candy face mask that would be... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead, Richard. Go ahead, go When it comes to the accommodations, if you go in with the cruise, the accommodations on the cruise, of course, is you get your cabins, you get your meals. Um, you will have to pay an extra fee for your liquor or your juice packages. Mm. Um... When you reach the Bahamas, we will have buses picking everybody up from the cruise, taking them to the carnival grounds, and then as well as taking them back from the carnival grounds or our fet back to the cruise. Um, when it comes to the hotel, we will have a 24-hour concierge, a uh, shuttle service from the airport to the hotel and back, a shuttle service to the fets, a shuttle service to the carnival, and we may have a pool party or barbecue for our travelers when they reach the Bahamas. As well as, you will get a backline costume with tiara and maybe a half a backpack, which is a shoulder piece. Uh, we're still okay. working on, 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 on the specifics when it comes to the backpack. Um, okay. I, I don't know if I'm missing the other question. I think there was another question, but I can't remember what that question was. Uh, she talks about accommodations, uh, the costume fit. No, you hit it down. You hit right, everything cool, cool. that she asked right there because you guys are doing a wonderful job because I, my opinion, because a lot of these carnivals and a lot of these events that's going on and you, you're in seven years now, strong, seven years going hard for certain events. So I look forward to see the rest 10 years to 20 years coming if your family will pick it up or your kids will continue with it because you guys are doing an awesome job, Richard and Box. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. Definitely yeah, appreciate that. Definitely I really appreciate didn't know that what I was getting myself into when I, the two hours start to talk, right? I said, but this is tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know what's crazy? Me and Box have always talked about this. Like, Carnival Crashes has been a brand that we, we've created from nothing and then we pushed it and then we take pride in what we do. Till, till, the, till the wheels fall off. But I, I realize that people know Carnival Crashes, but they don't know 
the guys who 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 started it and the people who put their blood, sweat, and tears into making what what happens behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So I just feel good that you reached out to us to you know you know converse and 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 see what what it is. You know? Yeah, man. I I, I had to because I mean when when you look at carnival and, and when you look at the Caribbean culture, anybody that's part of the Caribbean culture, if you're a barber, if you're a carnival chaser, if you're a carnival crasher, if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to do anything having to push the culture forward, I'm going to reach out to you and make sure that, hey, what page you there? Let me see if we could be on the same page. And I'm very surprised, and I'm telling you, I have to do a little more research on top of, of, of your group because you guys have a lot going on, and I didn't expect that you guys are going to be touching all of these carnivals. I mean, you have carnivals that are going to touch the same time you're going to be in Bahamas and Dubai, so you down the other side of the wall when your brand moving and oh my gosh. Our goal is is to touch uh, at least one carnival a month. Also, look out for Japan. It's in the works. Oh, Japan is in the works for you guys, so we gotta look out for that then. Mm, yeah, mm, it's mm. in it's in the works. Definitely wait and see, it's definitely in the works. <laughs> well, since I have you guys on the line right now, what I can say from the Keep It Low crew, Sensi Star Jones and crew, I would like to say February 2019 to get you two back on the line and see where we at with that quarter. And by then we can get a little more information. Probably I'm going to tell me who's going to be on the board play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Like I tell you, thank you so much, Richard and Bob. It was a, it was such an amazing time with you guys on this line this afternoon. All right, man. Pleasure is here, uh, here as well, man. Any, man anytime, anytime, anytime. You're welcome. Anytime. Hey, guys, that was it right there. We had Richard and Box, you guys, straight from the camp. Now, listen to this, guys. Make sure that when you go online, um, carnivalcrashers.com, Make sure that you, you, you book your package. You, you do everything that you heard Richard and Boxer talking about because this is something you don't want to miss. If you guys did it for Uber, I would advise you guys to do it for the Bahamas Carnival Experience. So make sure that you guys book. Reach out to Richard. You got their DMs. You got their IGs. You got their social media feed. So once again, from the Keep It Loud crew, guys, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Have a great one. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, bless. You're welcome. Bless.